0: You're going to season that later. But we, we're gonna take Mendez's advice. We're gonna intro out the way before we start rambling.
1: Yes, please. So you we do that, so I remember my hey. AKs. You don't hey. remember the AKs? I'm like, every episode you just started out like within the first 30 seconds.
0: <laughs> 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 Is that your impression of the, the opening? <laughs> <That's, laughs> Is that your impression of the opening? That's the music, music that happens in the... <laughs> you are just gonna be like.
2: I love Project it Paragon. They love, He's striking us. Come on. What's <laughs> this, a, this intro? So
0: what else? We, so you start the music and then. And they're like.
1: Yeah, it's Project Paragon, aka you got your twenty AKAs. That's fine.
2: Oh my god,
1: twenty AKAs. Well, that's fine. But like the main, the main part is that you mention what you are. Like within the first minute, you should mention what you are mm-hmm. and then, like, oh, we're a podcast about. Actually, you should mention who you are, podcast about this, and then say, it's your host, Ronnie, your AKAs, Racy, AKAs, your guest, AKAs. Then
0: go into the topic. You okay. Well, welcome to Project Paragon. Hello. We are fucking back. Hey. Season three.
2: This mic is far, but hello guys.
0: Then we'll put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. Listen, <laughs>
2: listen,
0: guys. This is Project Paragon. If this we is your first time, if this is your first time <laughs> listening to us, this is the podcast where we do believe mental health is wealth. Mm-hmm. We are a platform encouraging comfortable conversation that helps us grow as individuals. Mental health small businesses, society, and culture from the eyes of two little project babies. I'm your host, Ronnie, a.k.a. Monster Center Tight Shirt, That's a.k.a. You. Sequoia Poppy, a.k.a. Am I still Professor Toxico? I have a, I have a girlfriend now. Mm. A.k.a. You Bitches Bestie, a.k.a. <laughs> Mr. This Dick Ain't and Free. Put on a <laughs> and with me as always, my lovely co-host.
2: Hey, guys. I have been Indulging in substances. Y'all introduce yourself! Um, what's up, y'all? <laughs> um, yeah, Baby Beulah in the building, AKA, Racy, some of y'all know me as Project, some of y'all know me as the Project Princess, some of y'all know me as the Ghetto Fabulous 2-snap. I'm
0: sorry, we both, we, we're all, yeah. We're off. It's a new season.
2: <laughs> some of y'all know me as Bugs Honey. Lastly, Madame Medusa. Hey. Hi guys.
0: And we have the other part of the trio. Ba, 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 ba. Mario has been on before and now we have my brother Mendez here. Introduce yourself. Hey,
1: my name's Ryan. AKA uh, James. A.K.A. Mendez, aka Des, aka Desaroni a.k.a. <laughs> Philip, a.k.a. Philly cheesecake a.k.a. <laughs> don't name your kids by their middle name because everybody will give them a different name. and Hence why I have so many a.k.a.s. He's I just
2: a- really want to know what the main name is.
1: A.k.a.
0: T.O. No? Des.
1: Yeah, a.k.a. Tio Des. Uh, a.k.a. You can just call me Ryan or Mendez, but
2: Please any other name
1: Uh, I mean you just say something towards me I'll probably respond because I've had so many different names You remember on the
2: Sweet Life of Zack and Cordy When they had Esteban Yes
0: Incredibly racist character
2: Exactly (laughs) And (laughs) I wanted to run through all his names But then I was just like we've already had a conversation Pre-recording
1: Hey, also, a.k.a. Rodriguez. I don't know how that one got thrown in there. I how the fuck somebody did races. that come about?
0: Yeah, super fucking racist. It was like, oh, he's half-white wow. again?
2: and here it is. I that, thought the half-white part was going to be the biggest that was literally issue. literally the
1: only reason.
2: <laughs> I thought him questioning my half-white loyalty was going to be the issue, but here it is. Y'all done told him that other side up. You prior, disrespectful bitch. Prior
0: to, to us getting into the recording, uh, Mendez and Racy had to hash out the, you know, she be feeling like crackers be cracking. <laughs> Mendez is half white. I was at like, Mendez is half white. He just like I just you know wanted to make sure there wasn't no beef. <laughs> nah,
2: man. I'm glad and we was one. able to have the conversation though.
0: And it's squash. And it was so friends. funny though
2: because right beforehand I was like, "It has been a pleasure meeting you." Like I didn't even care about his half Caucasian side. <laughs> I didn't even care about none of that.
0: So much has been going on while we've been off air. It's been <gasps> two full months. And I'm so excited to be back. We have a multitude of topics to talk about, but the main premise of this episode is be just the
2: same. My house because these last two months ain't been shit. I throw this. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the main premise of this episode is a mental health update. Can't be a mental health based podcast without a level of transparency that encourages the same with our listeners. I
2: hope you guys have been good. Y'all haven't given up on us.
0: Now nah, they haven't because I still be getting messages and shit, so it's fine. Oh I love God. it. It makes me feel good. I've just been too busy. I guess that we yeah. could start with that. Like, why the fuck this break was so long? So, the last few episodes of the previous season is like I had just started working a second job. Well, not even the last few episodes, for about two months. So, like, yeah, I had started working a second job, and it was such a strain to, like, work both jobs, try to like find content or just like talking points for the fucking podcast and still somehow manage to like have a healthy life in the meantime. I was slacking in the gym. I wasn't cooking and shit like that. Like, then I started seeing somebody and like that just threw me for another loop. So it was like, I literally don't have time for everything. So, I quit both those jobs. (laughs) I'm working somewhere else now. And it's just like, it feels so good to be back. I still have bean juice on my glasses from earlier.
2: That's crazy how that happened. And your schedule is
0: phenomenal. Yeah, and I was just open to fuck up. Because I didn't really approach it. And here's the thing. I uh, I was talking to somebody about this earlier this week. I'm the perfect fucking rider for capitalism. Because I will be your ace in the hole. I will work fucking countless hours for you as long as the money's right and as long as my like work-life balance is in tow right mm-hmm. because i'm not about to make you all this fucking money and i can't do shit yeah, in the yeah, meantime you know, like you know like i need i have a life and I, I, it's kind of it's real good but i wanted time for all my creative ventures i wanted time for my friends as well but i also wanted time for my girlfriend
2: that's definitely not gay. I took a stress test and my main, my number one reason for stress and mind you like I go to therapy this test was like administered by my therapist like a professional and my number one reason for stress was because I do not see my friends enough it wasn't finances it wasn't work it wasn't sleep it wasn't the gym literally it was because I don't see my friends enough so I, I get it I can do everything else I can work I, I can do everything. I can work. I can cook. I can clean. Whatever you need me to be, I can do it. But when I need time for me and my friends, that's important because my friends are literally my family. Like, I need to, like, see them and reconnect with them. I need that. So I get it. It's far from gay.
0: So while we're getting in with Mendez, this is a question that I want to start asking all my guests when they're on uh, on the mic. When you hear the term "mental health is wealth," what does that mean to you? Uh,
1: so, to me, mean a lot of people, uh, you know, they deal with stress, whether it's work-related or personal or related. But uh, you know, a good amount of them might try to duck that off or try not to talk about it with any of their friends or things like that. So, uh, mental health is wealth is, you know, hey, someone's weighing you heavy, someone's weighing you down, you know, bring it up. You can talk to me about that if we're, well, assuming, you know, it's your close friend telling you that it's not just a stranger on the street, but you know, you don't want to hold these things in. You want to let them out. You want to have it heard, have it spoken to, get other people's opinions about it. You know, it's it's better for you to get that out there than to just bundle it all up.
0: And so the fucking shrug. Thanks. What about you, friend?
2: For me, um, mental health, it's, uh, it's really, I'm not going to say your healthiest state, but honestly, like your healthiest state, if you have a, if you're in your right frame of mind, you can achieve anything. So, you know, people always say you change your mind, you can change your life. And that's very true you mind over matter, you know, change your mind, change your life, mind over matter, so on and so forth. So when you have the willingness and the and the hunger and the thirst and the perseverance to literally change something and wake up every day and program your mind to tell yourself like I'm gonna like for me, my whole thing was good day. Like I told myself when I turned 25 every day of 25 is going to be a good day because I control whether or not I have a good day it's definitely human nature to react and feel things but you can't give shit so much power like it's natural to feel a way if you can change it change it if you cannot feel all the feels but for me that's what mental health is like really having the Power over self and the power because you have so many influences everywhere. As much as people feel like or want to portray that, oh like I'm not into all that social media bullshit. Like even if you're not into the social media bullshit, you could probably sit down and watch ESPN all fucking day, and that consume your day. You could probably sit down and do some shit that you love to do, and it consume all of your day. Even if social media isn't influencing you, something probably has some type of hold or influence over you. So to have the power to control your mind and control self and be able to be like, this is what I want to do. And I'm going to stick to it for the betterment of self. Leading to you being a better person, whether it's diet, whether it's finances, whether it's relationship between people willingly choosing something that you know will be for the betterment of self and those around you that mental
0: health as well that's a good answer thank you that was good. for me it's literally the basis of everything if your mental isn't in check you literally can't do anything you can't love properly you can't work properly you can't operate as a whole human being without checking literally the fucking motherboard of your existence which is your mental state Which is your mind, how you view things, how you process emotions, how you process your relationships, how you cherish your relationships, how, you know, your love language throughout everything. Like, to invest in being a whole human being and investing in a part of your health that's bigger than your physical because your mental affects your physical. You can literally convince yourself that you're fucking sick. You know, like, it's such a bigger part. And, you know, therapy, uh, having healthy outlets that aren't self-destructive, you know, outside of like alcoholism, drug abuse and shit like that. Like that's really investing in your mental health. And the whole reason I ask that is because in these past two months, I've gone through so many emotions just like. Going to do things. That's why it was so important to me. to Like, this first episode back, it has to be just like a checkup. Like, how everybody's doing, yeah. how they've been, like, going through some shit. And it's been fucking rough. <laughs> like, Ooh, I've what? been so, like.
2: So, my car got flooded out. <sighs> I was stuck in the house for a month and some change. I'm still technically stuck because I still have not given time to get my wife a switch. And it's just a fuse, but it's so much shit going on, but no, so for those who don't know, if you're a new listener, but based out of New Orleans, Louisiana, it's been raining here for a month and a half. Well, it was, it stopped. We got to break. Now it's
0: been fucking hotter than the devil's dick yeah. every day. So
2: while the rest of the world, well, while the rest of the United States, what New England and shit was getting that heat wave and all that shit like that. It was just raining here for like a strong month and a half. During that time, it flooded in my neighborhood, a neighborhood that has never flooded. Off, and it wasn't even like a storm or no shit like that. Just consistent rain. My neighborhood flooded, and my car was stuck underwater. And it wasn't even the whole car. I want to say like water got in the front, like my pedals and shit was underwater and the crazy shit is my car started like the like after the rain I want to say for like a strong three to four days I was able to move my car get the water out it was one day I wanted to go get some food and I wanted to go start my car up and that shit would not start hot ass day sunshine and all kind of shit car would not start and we just I was just like all right, well fuck it I'm like maybe it's just some fluke shit gotta get a whole starter like I'm like bro what the Fuck, I'm like, I gotta drop this money. Mind you, my day in Vegas tickets are on a payment plan. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I gotta get a starter. I don't know what's gonna happen with day in Vegas. The COVID cooties are real. I hope y'all out here being safe, real shit. But...
0: My mama got COVID. Yeah, I'm praying for her. Yeah, me. and it's crazy because my mom, my mom's 47. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has type 2 diabetes. She just had spinal just surgery. Has um, and... She's vaccinated. And her symptoms from having a Delta strain, literally, she's just like, oh, my neck hurts a little bit. That's
2: and some wild shit. My,
0: my friend, DeWan, 29 years old, perfectly healthy, unvaccinated, has literally been texting me he's been dying the past 11 That's days. That is some wild shit. So I'm, I'm not about to hop up on the soapbox and be on some shit like pro-vaccine, I'm pro-choice as far as everything, mm-hmm. do what the fuck that you feel is responsible, but... There's literally, like, if you pay attention, there's proof that no, the vaccine is not a cure, but it does help your body. It does help your body mitigate yeah. those symptoms. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, uh, Brian, like, so he just started his uh, residency
0: mm-hmm.
1: at uh, Morehouse. Anyway, he was like, you know, when I went up there to visit him, he's like, I don't want to go out anywhere because I don't fuck with the Delta variant. Like, literally, like, he's if you were in the hospital and you got put on a ventilator he's like you're basically fucked yeah. like he's like there's nothing we can do for you at that point except like it's just your body the fighting the disease yeah. and you know but the majority I mean, is not winning like it's 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 not good and he's like he, he you know he's in medical but he's truthfully scared of not saying like
0: He's you're not you're trying you're to saying. say
1: like, "Hey, get your vaccine or anything." Like, right. he's like, "If you had this, I'm truthfully like worried for you."
2: I mean, listen, I don't have, I don't have the vaccine.
0: You vaccine?
2: No, I never got it, and I had my reasons. And the reason was, I always, I told myself from jump, I was like, I don't have any beef with getting the vaccine, none whatsoever. I was just like, I just want to give it time.
0: Yeah, you that was want, it. you wanted to like the the starter vaccine to, to get it when it's I course. was just,
2: I was just like i'm gonna give it a you that's it yeah, I, I mean I,
1: it's still definitely a, a uh, like a test fact. vaccine like it's not it, it has not have enough time to be fully proven and
2: I'm not about to sit here and act like i know like all the conspiracy theories i'm not about to sit here and act like i was prepared for a delta or a lambda no i just was like i don't want it yet I, I told my mama and I was just like look because she was my first of all nobody in my family is vaccinated I don't know their reasons for not being vaccinated I know mine I just and my only reason was just like I'm gonna just give it a year I was just like I just want to see what the fuck gonna happen I was like you know I mean the truth of the matter is there has to be a group of people to see how this shit gonna play out you're gonna have to have your vaccinated people you're gonna have to have your unvaccinated you will have your people that get sick so that's just how the game goes in this situation i just was like i'm not gonna get vaccinated yet. i'm gonna give it a year and i just hope and pray to god should i need a vaccine i can go and get one that's the decision that i made for myself And so I was talking to my mama. She was like, well, why didn't you get vaccinated? And I I told her the same thing. I was just like, I mean, to be honest, I would love the X-Men version of the vaccine that comes out. I would love to just get the vaccine. And should I get fucking superpowers? I'll take it if it means I don't get COVID. And she was like, are you serious? And I was like, my, yes. And I was like, I would rather that be my answer instead of being like, well, people that are getting the vaccine or fucking stupid and they don't know that it's mind control like that that's just too much shit to be
0: putting into it
2: my answer is literally i wanted to give
0: it a year right i wanted to wait and to be
2: honest to go all the way back as a woman that has an extremely fertile family and had a miscarriage and remembers getting the garter shot in middle school and don't know what the fuck I got it for. I just knew I had to get it because it was required at the time. I was just like, I would prefer to just give it a year. Because from what I know, whether it makes sense to someone or anybody, for the shit that I know, I would just be cool waiting. And I hope that, like I just said, I got damn Vegas tickets. So I'm not gonna be stupid. If Dan Vegas is not canceled, and to be honest, I've been thinking about it. I would like to get a Dan Vegas is in November. I would like to, if it's possible, get a vaccine now. That way, if Dan Vegas isn't canceled, I don't want to wait until oh it's time for me to get ready to go on vacation and get a vaccine. Like I'm not gonna.
1: Roscoe's (laughs) chilling.
2: He's having a very vivid dream. Or he's awake. I don't know. But I'm not going to be one of them dick-ass people that be like, oh, I'm going to wait till two weeks before I go on vacation and get a vaccine. Like I said, at the end of the day, I know my answer and why I didn't get my vaccine. First of all, I commend everybody that does and does not have one because, baby, this shit ain't nothing to play with.
0: It's not. I know a whole
2: lot of people that's not here no more. True. So... Hey. I don't
0: know. I definitely... I don't want to... That's the last thing I want to do. I don't want to, like... um steer people's decision in which way or another. But it is right. something very serious. But on the same side of it it's like what's the like what's the end goal? Like is there a possible way to like build a defense against a virus that's constantly mutating?
2: The X Men version of the
0: vaccine. I mean and, and I
1: don't
2: know what that is.
1: I think in actuality, no, they're just best preventative actions we're uh, it. We don't The more people know. think they're better than that, the I worse don't... is going to be. Because you know you've had several viruses that were pandemic level. It just depends on how much people actually there care to respond to the it. West now. Yeah, if they wanted to ignore it or think of it littler than the west, the uh, the west, the worst <laughs> it got. You know, uh, the more. You know, you treat it as something that is potentially very dangerous. The the better you'll respond.
2: I just want everybody to understand that wherever you are getting your information from, please know all of these people are human.
0: It's science. Things are going to constantly like there's going to be new developments. Well, first
2: and foremost, people are human. Where you are getting your information from, these people are human they can make mistakes so believe what you want to believe your resources or your resources that is okay but also remember you have to protect you and your own if that means you got to wake up in the morning and take one pump of flonase and uh emergency packet and then follow that up with some theraflu three hours later just to make sure if your ass is sick you don't want to get nobody else sick you you also have to have a mind of your own, like when it comes to preventative measures, like.
0: And that's my biggest thing. It's like I yeah, feel like everyone, yeah. especially like officials, everybody wants to dance around a topic. That at the end of the day, your personal health is in your hands. Exactly. Like you can't expect the world to coddle you. Okay, if you're immune compromised, like me, technically I'm immune compromised. I have asthma. I have all this shit. You know, I could get sick. So it's up to me. Even being a vaccinated individual, it's up to me if I want to go into a fucking crowd of people. Like, nobody is making me do it. Nobody. Right. So, mm-hmm. I think, I feel like if officials are more upfront about that, just like, hey, mm-hmm. we can give you all these regulations, we can give you like all these tools and this, that, and the third, but is it 100% a personal decision to it's follow like, through with said requirements?
2: And I don't understand how people don't see it that way. Because I told my mama, I was like, Mom, I'm not scared because I'm unvaccinated. I was like, I'm not scared at all. The craziest shit is realizing I could be talking to you motherfuckers right now. And I could be coughing tomorrow that's and true. be gone on Friday. And nobody wants to face that harsh reality. But that's very true. I Like, it's, it's been happening. Like, you can talk to somebody one week and they'd be gone the next week and you'd be like, what the fuck, they was perfectly healthy, vaccinated or unvaccinated. What? And nobody wants to face that harsh reality. And the thing about it is, what what will it take for people to realize they have to take their own health into account?
0: It won't. It never will. Because it ne- unfortunately, never. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Americans are incredibly spoiled where they feel like everything has just been laid out and they feel like we're the most important people it, in the entire man. fucking world. It's America is probably the most cock, cocky country in the world. Country but, with a Gucci belt. Yes. I will like this before we get off this topic of fucking COVID because this is not on our line. Yeah. Um, how do you, all start with your Mendez. How do you feel about certain uh, places, certain cities, New York has started with it now, that a vaccination is mandated for indoor activities?
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, where I work, there's a lot of people that are like, "Uh, they can't require my approval of vaccination. How are they going to prove that? Things like that, you know, I don't think it's that hard for everyone to say, yes, you do need this. Let's take polio, for example. Obvious, you'd be a fool to not get that vaccination. Why would you... Suffer for something that the 18th oh, century hello. dealt with. Hello. You know, the obvious way to not deal with that. And just like how the Black Plague has recently come back because stupid people were like, I'm not going to give my kid that shot.
0: And <laughs> the
1: boy. well, their kids got it. Like, yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> you know, the, the disease didn't go away, but you could give yourself the antibodies. Um, I don't know if somebody wants to not get a vaccination, I think that's their choice. Whatever. But you should not be allowed to just go out into public because, or wherever, because you're like, no, I openly disagree with this. And, you know, it's clearly proven, hey, you shouldn't do this. Right, right.
0: So my, my whole approach to it is, right, so for school, for elementary school, right, there are mandatory vaccinations for kids to mingle with other kids in a very small, controlled environment, right? Most elementary schools maximum have, like, 350 students. So if children are required mandatory vaccinations to in order to fucking rub snot on one another, why the fuck are we so surprised that adults, Human beings who lick asshole, who make out with strangers, who fuck in barrooms, who do all this disgusting shit. Why are we so surprised that a vaccination is required for a virus that has been proven to be deadly as fuck? Why are we so surprised?
2: I don't know. People are weird because once again, as an unvaccinated person, I really I'm just different. I don't
0: care. Right. It's it's and I'll <laughs> because, talk to people because, about all the time. If the C D C requires it, I'm not I'm one of those people I understand the science behind it. I understand like no matter I'm not a conspiracy theorist or some shit, but I under I do understand the nature of fucking viruses. Viruses continue to spread right. and to mutate. So we are viruses, dealing with COVID forever. Exactly. Viruses yeah. they cannot it's be cured. They have
2: to <laughs> They, they have to run their course and they continue to mutate and once again as a person that isn't like vaccinated one i don't care like it's so like you can get your shit delivered nowadays so it's just like if i can't go i can't fucking go it was my choice to not get the vaccine the only thing i have to say about it is because of course everything is a fucking learning process we have found that people that are vaccinated they can still carry the virus However, they are less likely to have severe symptoms. Severe symptoms, which means they are less likely to, of die. course, spread it, die. No, that's not spread it. They're
0: just less likely to well, die. Yes, that, no. So, the whole point of the I vaccine. Mean, hey,
2: shit, look, everybody can spread it at this point. The
0: truth of the vaccine, the, in layman's terms, is a fucking immunity booster. <laughs> like, exactly. It's you're, really-
2: you're, the vaccine means less likely. That's all the vaccine means. That's literally... So, guess what? If people feel as though they want to be less likely, respect that. Baby. I would
0: choose less likely over... I'm about for to say, sure.
2: respect... Like I said, once again, respect it. Because you want people to respect the fact that you don't have the vaccine. So, if you decided to take your unvaccinated ass to a vaccinated event, bitch, you cannot get mad. I do not understand these people that caused all of this hoopla and uproar when you know you, you've you made a decision. Like I said, I know I'm not vaccinated, so I'm not going to go to
0: a... A concert that's vaccination mandatory.
2: Exactly. And you're
0: not going to be upset about it because you understand it was your personal decision I, not to get vaccinated.
2: Once again, I said I got tickets to Dan Vegas. Do you if really, they require a vaccine... Do you really think I'm going to go to Dan Vegas at a big-ass festival if it's not canceled? Why would I go to Dan Vegas unvaccinated? When I know, once again, I can be talking to y'all today
0: and, dying and coughing
2: my ass off tomorrow. But that is a choice. Once again, I have made a lot of people for some reason can't comprehend their own fucking choices. but
0: So is, is your mental health update 100% COVID related? because that was originally what it was on and then we just got into a huge COVID i mean conflict.
2: we were also talking about the weather and how i was stranded in my house for a month this because... is true i know
0: but then we trailed off because of that i just I want to know. make sure you're still good i just want to, to give the people the full update am
2: i completely okay i'm as okay as i can be i'm still
0: here would you like to elaborate on that or do you want to leave it at that you want mm-hmm. be obtuse
2: do i have to elaborate you need to know
0: all about I don't tell all my business. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm hey, the happiest look, I've man, ever in real spiel. I'm the happiest I've ever been. I know. And when it's my turn to talk, I'll, I have no problem divulging. That's I'm so but I'm giving the I'm giving the lady a chance to speak first.
2: Mm, the lady,
0: Ooh. you are a lady, and then mm. I want to give the guests a chance to speak. No. Because at the end of the day, my voice is always going to be heard. Just You're my
2: calling shit. me a lady. You, you are, are a lady. My show. Mm. <laughs> um, but um, I've been in therapy. Um, I've been dating.
0: Mm. I
2: have
0: a crush. Hmm. I think it's more than a crush, friend. A this is a safe up. place. You can be honest. Man, I'm excited to talk about Ronnie's dating. You want? The- <laughs> I,
2: have, I have a crush on a girl, and the crush. <laughs> The crush that Ronnie believes to be more than a crush—I don't know what he wants to call
0: it because I'm
2: confused. She's I in know. like, y'all. I don't know if the man is in like. That's he why is call- in
0: like, yo. I empathize with this guy because um, I'm—we are two of the kind. Two you don't
2: the kind. even
0: notice, man. Yeah, but from what you tell me, and he's also a handsome, chubby nigga. So you know I'm always going to side with some chubby you know niggas. I said,
2: if you feel like a question mark, you can always have my heart.
0: <laughs> I tell people all the time, I'm just fast wool. Like I just I'm just a fat nigga who made it look good. But anyway.
2: Listen. But um <laughs> yes, so I've been in therapy. I've been dating. I've been stranded in my home. Um I've been missing my friends terribly, but we've been reconnecting. Um and what else? Oh my God! I can Well, no, my brother's listening to the podcast, so never mind. But <laughs> yeah. I have really exciting
0: news. You already told me. I
2: know.
0: Yeah, but you can't say it on the podcast. I know. Because they're gonna be mad.
2: Yeah, and oh. it's like a thing, so that's I can't. A, yeah. yeah. I I but um, so that's really exciting. Um, what else?
0: And yeah, that's not the obvious. I don't know what it is. I know, but <laughs> I,
2: they don't even know we dropped an episode. Um, this is true.
0: I don't know what else. Uh, you hey, can I talk know. about it. Pull that mic. Put it. Put that mic in your mouth. You want to tell that story before you go to Mendez? Can I get to it? Yeah, just pull it out to you. It's. It's a. It's an I don't know. I don't mic.
2: be. I don't, I, don't, I don't. be touching up on this. B there. You go. Okay. So long story short, because I tell a lot of my business, but this was much more intimate than I anticipated it being. Okay. okay. So, did it in the butt for the first time.
0: (laughs) Why did you say it
2: like that? (laughs) Because I had to make myself comfortable with saying it. Oh my goodness. Super intimate. Nobody told me it would be that intimate. But I didn't realize how, like, I, first of all, I knew I had to be super relaxed. Substances were involved. So I was, like, super relaxed. Which made it very intimate, you know what I'm saying? And I was not, pre- I'm just being real, because like you gotta communicate. <laughs> it, it was my first time. So you gotta like communicate during that shit. Like, is you good? Is you not good? Like, you know what I'm saying? Once again, substances were involved. So I was like super duper relaxed. And this is with a person that I'm trying to regain trust with. So I didn't realize how intimate it was. <laughs> And I was just like, whoo, girl, Mm, you got to save this for like, whoo, yeah, when you won't be hiding in the nigga bushes because (laughs) I was ready to pack my shit and move in. I mean, what?
0: so if if I'm not mistaken, aren't there more nerve endings in the booty hole? than there is in a vagina. Right? I don't know.
2: I just met my booty hole apparently the other day.
0: Mr. So. You had your booty eating before, right? So, you know what's funny? So, I told you about it with this. So, I mean, I got a crit, met me the first time she met my girlfriend. Um, we were with... I have a bunch of younger, college-age, white, female friends now. <laughs> so, she came, like, drank with us or whatever when I got off work and shit like that. And she gave this girl a whole fucking side conversation advice about anal, about butt play and all this dumb shit. So what advice, and then remember, that was supposed to be the whole subject line of mm-hmm. this episode because they were like, oh, what are y'all podcasts about? And I was like, yeah, it's mental health, but it's so much more. And she's like, um... We
2: make you question why you don't question the things that you should question. That's that what this what, podcast is about. Right?
0: <laughs> and I'm mad that Mendes understood that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. because i really truly feel like that's what this it, it, is, it, it is. is it is it's always like it's always we, mental health based we do we not force everything. our beliefs on anybody
0: no we're gonna help motherfuckers But wait, wait i'm okay so you my... gotta
2: understand i i don't even know what the real you know definition of it is i probably made this shit up but you gotta understand like Humanism and individualism In my opinion You gotta respect who people are as individuals
0: Everybody's on an individual And mentality. you also
2: have to understand that we're all human yeah. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion Their own beliefs So on and so forth You gotta respect that shit You got to Cause at the end of the day you never really know a person I don't know what the fuck you do when you go home as much as I love Ronnie, I don't know what he doing this bitch by himself.
0: The same shit that he does.
2: <laughs> and, 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 and the same way that we see the good in each other, there's some bad shit we probably never gonna see. All it takes is for one thing to make any of us flash see, out.
0: See, this is, this is the, the bad thing about a mental health based podcast with no hardcore topic. Because here's the thing. Most mental health podcasts are pretty boring, if I'm being honest with you. The, the best one to me is Guys Next Door. Mm-hmm. Um outside of us. But so it's like even outside of that, every little fucking small subject brings on another of course side conversation and I'm trying to keep this I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> yes, me whispering to the young lady about Angel. You want to know what I told her? I kind of do. All I told her was just I didn't even tell her anything. I just asked her. I was just She like, told
0: me before. I'm sorry to cut you off. Mendoza. She told me yes. She just told me so much. She's like, I feel like I could take over the world now. So I'm like, man, what the fuck did you tell this young lady? All I
2: told her, I was just like, if ain't it was something you want to do, go for it. But understand that it is something that
0: you you gotta do it with somebody you are comfortable with. The only reason I, I was like, because when you was you was, we were talking about it, because she was asking me about it at first. I've done anal a few times, and I also, I'm not a stranger to eat ass, like, if, my nose is so sensitive that if I'm going down on you and I don't smell your ass, I'm probably going to eat it, like, if I fuck with you on some shit, like, if, cause, <laughs> right, cause if I don't smell it, that means it's clean, we so, had a
2: similar upbringing too, so that's another reason why I was able to talk to her.
0: right, so it's like, we was doing a thing or whatever, and I was, like, trying to give advice, and Racy she interjects, she's like, granted, we wasn't plenty of mimosas in she's yeah. like i have a vagina let me talk but her ass had never did anal so therefore in that given moment i was the best person to give her advice because not only have i done anal my dick is fat as fuck
2: congratulations it's, no but so
0: it takes a lot more work and a lot more practice and a lot more like getting the girl ready for it for anal mm-hmm. so
2: mm-hmm but when I told it, them I was going to send, but, them, send but, them this episode but, but when So it, I have but to talk it about it now But when we it came We called the gay man
0: Yeah but this is true We did I, I, And the gay man wanted to talk to the
2: woman
0: But she remember she said She said not only was she squeamish But her boyfriend was squeamish as well, well So it was like I was to trying to explain you to him. To so They say they were going to listen to this episode I have to send it to him. So um <laughs> My best advice when it comes to anal, and then we're going to get into Mendez's mental health update then, because mm-hmm. we got to move on. We're already 40 minutes in. But my okay. best advice is, for one, not only do you have to be comfortable, you have to know your partner, you have to be exactly. open and communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't be afraid to eat a little booty. Massage it. massage it with your thumb. Eat a little bit, lick it in between.
2: Buy the utensils needed.
0: Yes. Get anal plugs. Get you know, like vibrating fucking massages. Get different things that oh, are gonna make your partner comfortable.
2: You
0: like you should me. see my Adam and Eve order. It didn't say call so for me. My girlfriend had, my girlfriend can't find the podcast and I'm gonna leave it this way. <laughs> We've been fucking around for Shit. two months and she just discovered my Twitter. And at the time I was like, yo, babe, I'm a troll. Don't, 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 don't pay too much attention. <laughs> Shit. But anyway, you can't be afraid to lick the booty. you Can't be afraid to massage your with your thumb a little bit. I'm a a huge fan of sticking your thumb in there, you know, making a girl comfortable. I rub a girl's back. You it's all about comfort.
2: That is cute.
0: You 100% is all about comfort. I'm a slut and didn't take all that. Yeah,
2: because
0: you could also just take like the type of shit that I would do. Okay, so if it's somebody who's like down with it and not too squeamish about it, because the more you tense up and the more nervous you are about it, the more risk you run of hurting exactly. yourself or bleeding. The first few times I've done anal with a chick, they booty bled, and that's because they kept tensing up. And I got a fat bird. So if you tense up on that, it's not like my dick is gonna shrink. No, your booty hole is just gonna hurt. So you have to be comfortable. You have to be relaxed. You have to communicate. Mm-hmm. Put some music. Some like if it takes, you gotta get drunk. Get some wine. Like do some poppers. Just
2: get yeah. Get whatever like, you need. Get whatever the is utensils. required. Get the proper utensils needed. Seek advice, not internet advice. In my opinion, real advice. Experience
0: from people who yeah. talk to your whole friends. And for all my friends exactly. who are unaware, I'm a whole friend. <laughs> I'm the whole You can talk to me about.
2: Also, there's I nothing say, I haven't done. I would say that's to really women. Gross to say. Women also understand. Like, listen, li- th- th- This is a real one. Women, okay. One, your man want to do it. It's, it's not a question about it. It's something that they want to do. It. I mean, like, first of all, if if it's something that's happening. The conversation I would like to think has been had. You, you have to talk during the process. Mm-hmm. They cannot read your mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you cannot read theirs. And also, it is a booty hole. It is not a vagina. Y'all have no choice but to talk and communicate. So, make sure it's somebody you
0: can do that with. The booty hole is also self lubricating.
2: You got to make sure it's somebody you can do it with. Like, if you can't talk to your partner and they not really listen, I definitely don't recommend it. Because teamwork makes the dream work. Um, For us, you know, we talked to Leland beforehand. And he gave us, like, the whole cleaning process and everything. He was like, you know, buy a douche, this, that, and a third. Clean that booty hole up real good. And that was very helpful because first of all, you want to get comfortable to one something going in your ass if you've never done it. A thumb is cool and all, but a dick and a thumb are two very different things. Um, And then following that, whatever you need, don't be embarrassed to go to the store and buy the proper utensils because the last thing you want to do is fuck yourself up. Go to the store, go with your man. If you got to be lit, the people are there to help you. I do gonna... ask them bitches shit.
0: I mean, <laughs> like if look, I'm interested in it, I'm going to pick it up I mean, and of figure course, it out when Yes, we get and that's
2: why I definitely recommend like talking to your friends if they've done it before. Because like, me and Erin, you know, we had tried, but it was. Yeah, I said the motherfucking name. We had tried. I saw your little eyebrow. We had tried, but it was not working. <laughs> And so, we talked to our friends, they told us what to do, and it was great. I'm ready to just, like, move my shit in the house, like I said earlier. So, like, fuck it. I, I don't? You know, people be scared to talk about sex, like, that's some taboo-ass shit. Every, anybody who listens to this
0: podcast knows we all host. Right, everybody
2: but out here fucking. Anyway. Bitch, it's been a pandemic. You know how many... This the new baby boomer era. These people this is, is fucking...
0: The okay. pandemic, if you were in a relationship in the beginning of the pandemic, it either showed you how much you hate your significant other, how much you love your significant other, or how much you regret much having you unprotected sex. But, um, Mendez, mental health update. How are you, my guy?
1: Mental health update. Uh, so, yeah, you know, for those not viewing, uh, I straight up accepted a job out of college, out of state. I knew nobody that was going to be there. I just moved. I didn't care, I was like,
0: His they're, gonna, friends.
1: they're gonna pay me, it's a job, this is what I gotta do, right? So, when I first was out there, it was rough, I knew literally one person, because when I you know, posted like, hey, I got a job out here, I had one mutual friend was like, I think I know somebody that's out there, and just so happened... I did know somebody that was out there, but I didn't know I knew him because it was somebody that we weren't exactly friends in college, but I know I'd seen him in my classes or whatever. So, uh, we became friends, but then he left. I got some other friends, so, like, you know, I have a friend network now. You know, I got people that I hang out with, people I'm cool with. Uh, one of them I actually moved in with. He became a roommate, Matt. Uh, so... You know, things are doing good. Also, my best friend moved to the state for his residency. No. I was on cloud nine. Everything was going my way. Uh, well, then uh, Matt just dropped. He's like, hey, fuck this job. I'm quitting. I have nowhere that I intend to go, but I just want to go. Right, I hate this place. Yeah, and uh, I... You know we've been roommates for months, not even a, a year and you know when you go from you have roommates then you go to solo you adjust to that that's cool. when I was always living by myself I was always you know it's closest I've had to sadness depression whatever you wanna I don't even know what it was for myself just because for the most part I haven't lived by myself for too long of a time to really know how to address it. But what I would say the closest thing is, is sadness or depression. So then I, I got a roommate and, you know, I had all my friends, I had friend groups and all that. And it was good. Well, eh. and then he drops this and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm probably about to leave in like a month or so. And so I just, uh, well, Guess sidetrack. one of the friend groups that I made while everybody was there they've already moved so mm-hmm. now I'm down to like three friend groups one of them in, in being Matt uh, my current roommate so uh, I don't know how I'm going to handle it like I don't know if I'm going to go back to like a sad state for a while because friend groups I have aren't necessarily we can hang out every weekend we can do whatever you want like hey you want to go here yeah let's do that no most of them you know they have kids they have family can't just do what they want uh, I'm more so the eyeball I'm single I'm by myself so when there isn't somebody there I'm just by myself and you know I don't know how I'm gonna handle it it
0: hey, fucks with you yeah. yeah I mean at least I'm it's, hoping it's not bad it. Right. everything happens for a reason though because now at least Manson is close Man, true. Close friend, that's your fucking. That's your number one. So, a side note, Mendez is the first close friend who has ever like designated number. <laughs> so, Mendez and I we Yo, get very Brian like.
1: will always be my number we one. We get friend. very lovey when we're drunk, right? And you,
0: So, we're drunk, so fuck, we're drunk as fuck. We're drunk as fucking Atlanta, my twenty sixth birthday. I'm down there, and he's like, you know what? I fucking love you. He's I like, hate you. I want
2: to go to Atlanta. He's like,
0: I, I do don't 26. know. He's like, I don't know where I stand in your life. He's like. But you're like my number three best friend. <laughs> oh, precious. Number three. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I knew Manson was number one. I figured Mario was number two. I was like, so that's just I'll take number three <laughs> that's just fine with me, bro. I was like, that, that lines up just perfectly. Oh, wow. But yeah, everything happens for a reason, bro. So it's not like you're going to be alone. And also outside of that, Mario's closer in Tampa. Like, I'm literally like in this limbo situation where I don't necessarily know where I'm going to move. So, dude, if you're ever feeling lonely, I live
2: in Georgia.
0: I can get there. Like, it's nothing. It's nothing. I you have you're a family alone that days. lives you're in
2: Georgia. I'll large. come harass you and you just met me.
0: <laughs> Yo, you're never I'm trying alone,
2: I really want to go to Georgia for like my 26th birthday. Can go. Like, I want to go to Atlanta. Uh, I have cousins in go. Atlanta.
1: I got
0: a house.
1: <laughs>
2: hell yeah, hell yeah. I have, I have, like, my favorite cousin that I talk to every day lives in Atlanta.
0: So you're never alone. Um, and, But yeah. I can definitely understand that, that feeling of, like, isolation where, like, everything is, like, up in the air. You don't fucking know what's gonna happen. Like, You feel like I'm gonna survive on some shit, but you still don't really know like what the fuck is really gonna go on because that's Mm -hmm. literally what the last fucking four months for me has been. Because it's like from my landlord putting my house on the market for sale, like you know just pandemic, the money being up and down. I've been changing jobs left and right. Like I've gone from I've switched. I've left like four places in the last like six months, like just employment because. Like I said before, like me, I was trying to figure out before, like, the balance of work, life, and just everything in between. Because even going back to the place I'm at now is my pre-pandemic job, right? And one of the hosts who's been there for years, she, she asked me, she's like, so are you here to stay? I was like, yeah, so they pissed me off. And she's like, they never pissed you off before. I was like, I'm a completely different person now than that." But. So it's like, who I am now, I value. I've always been introverted, right? So it's like, Mendez said it earlier. He was like, when he told, to explaining our friendship, He's like, yeah, Ronnie's one of my close friends. Like, we don't have to talk that often. It just doesn't mm-hmm. change. And I've always, I've always been that way. But the older I get now, and like, thanks to the pandemic and shit like that, I've realized that, like, yes, it's nice to have those friendships that you know are cemented in love and, like, loyalty. But at the end of the day, I want to make memories with these people. Right. I want to share, like, important moments with these people, and I'm missing so much. My fucking niece is two years old, and is so smart, is so aware, can formulate full fucking sentences, and I'm missing everything, because all I do is work. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just always working. If I'm not working, I'm thinking about my future. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about what I'm going to do, thinking about what what how am I, I'm affecting somebody else, and that's... It's so fucking masochistic, because being a people pleaser is one thing, Right? I've spent years, like, my 26th birthday was the year of me learning how to say no, how to set, you know, healthy boundaries within my relationships, whether it be platonic or romantic, right? Mm-hmm. And I just, now at this point, I just know what I want, and I know how I want it, and I know the steps that I have to take in order to make that happen.
2: That's completely understandable. I mean, when you're at a point where... You're literally trying to figure out if... I mean, not to sound dramatic, but if you're going to live or die, like, they got a whole virus outside. You kind of just be like... It makes you reevaluate life on some shit.
0: I mean, even outside of that, because I'll be perfectly honest with you, and <laughs> and I said it before, I said it earlier, I'll follow any CDC guidelines that they put in place. Right. You know, socially distance, wear my mask, do what I got to do, wash my hands, have hand sanitizer, like, you know, throughout my house and shit like that. I don't give a fuck about COVID. Right. Like
2: I, I mean, that's some shit that I know. Here's
0: the thing. I don't. And when I say that, it, my friends and people who know me will understand what I mean by that. I would right, never put right, put right. anybody in a predicament where, you know, I'm putting their health in question, where I'm deeming them like unsafe or in danger. But at the end of the day, my mental health state and like where I want to be in life, the it's, only impact that COVID has on that is my money because I'm trying to leave New York.
2: It's a landmark that made you evaluate some shit this is true. in your
0: life. And and,
2: I, and, and and that's and that's what I mean by it. It's, it's a landmark that made you evaluate some shit in your life, just like it did a whole bunch of us. So it's just like, just like you said, now you're a completely different person, which is understandable because certain shit that was okay once before you won't tolerate now, especially when you realize, I've been missing on a whole lot of shit that, that holds so much more significance than just going to work.
0: Hell yeah. Dude, like, and I've Sex. made That's so amazing. much money for so long that, like, now I really realize, like, with things kind of going back to normal for me, right? And it's like, with just talking to you about this now, you feel lonely. You give me, like, a week or two weeks notice, I can take a fucking flight. Nothing. It's no problem. And like those are the things that i realize are now so important to me
2: as a man gave me i was talking about at lunch she was like girl i'll save money when i'm dead she's like i'm about to travel i'm about to go where i want to go i'm about to see what i want to see and
0: it's it's a, a dual it's a dual-edged sword right because mm-hmm. on in the same token it's been no secret one of the reasons why i even started working two jobs why i even like took a break from the podcast and shit like that is because i'm stacking money to try to get the fuck out of new orleans mm-hmm. and it's like now Oh, you take two months off, you come back, you have a girlfriend, you have this, that, and the third. My life plan hasn't changed. And it all ties into what I want for my life. And how we even became a thing, we've been fooling around, we've been fucking around for two months now. And how we even became a thing, we were drunk and I looked at her and I said, I feel for you so strongly that I want you to be everything you want to be in life. I want you to have everything that you want to make you happy. And I was like, but at the same token. I want you, and there's nothing that says we can't have everything we want. Mm, she's she's pursuing a, a career choice that would make it possible for us to have one another, but at the same time, not uprooting everything for one another. Mm-hmm. Everybody who's been close to me knows I'm trying to get the fuck. Right. So due to everything being canceled, like during the fall and shit like that, my money's a little, it's not where I wanted to be because the things I want to do once I move, you know, it's fucking balls to the wall. Right. Like I'm so if I have to postpone, that's fine. But I found someone that like brings me peace, that brings me happiness, that like quiets my busy mind. He keeps farting, huh?
2: He not farting, he like on vibrate, ha. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But i also know, wanted,
2: mumbling in his sleep like bitch what you got on your mind. We could edit this bitch out. If you to get busy, like, he must
0: love you though because he's leaning on I'm dog sitting for people who I don't have understand a, what's I, going I, on. I don't
2: know dogs just fuck with
0: me. But uh I've also wanted to bring me peace in a, in a moment where I literally was so lost. Like I said, it's been a four month period. I met this you know, I've started dealing with this person two months ago. So for the past four months it's literally just been up in the air, like, okay, my house is up for sale. This is what I have to do to survive. I, you know, I don't want to be in New Orleans. I don't want to have a roommate because the housing market is fucking trash. Don't want to buy a house down here either. I'm going to explore every option I have. I have all these friends who've been offering, you know, startup location for me, like do this fucking thing, blah, blah, blah. Now I've accepted that. I've been putting all those things in motion. It's my, my family thing. Like I said, my nieces are literally growing up. I'm not a part of that. I'm not aware of everything that's going on. My friend's kids are fucking growing up. Like, my brother's hitting me with this emotional shit. He's like, bro, he's like, it's really hitting me. Like, you're really moving away, this, that, and the third. He's like, I don't really have many friends who, like, challenge me on an intellectual level or, like, ask me actual important questions. And, like, the one friend I have who also happens to be my little brother is moving away. And I'm like, damn, you gonna hit me on that, bro? Let
2: me tell y'all about how the man decided to just randomly tell me he was moving.
0: I didn't randomly tell I was moving. No, listen. Mario listen, was the listen, first person to do because listen, he listen, literally listen. was here when I got the text message that the my, man I was told me he sale. was moving.
2: I was fully prepared for him to be like, "I'm moving." The man at at the time when you was moving, it was like September or some shit. It was November. Exactly. Like I knew he was moving, but it was so sudden, and I was just taking a bath
0: yeah but now my but landlord cool said he's, he's not stuck
2: for a couple more months so no, cause,
0: okay. yeah because my landlord said he's not putting the house up that's why i said everything happens for a reason my landlord said he wasn't putting the house up for sale back until spring mm-hmm. i was like okay cool in order for for me to do what i want to do when i uh, leave new orleans that's the perfect amount of time yeah, and then like right. i have this relationship now to foster that and see where that grows Ooh. like i have like this newfound appreciation and connection for my friends and my friendships, like a lot of my friendships are, Mendez and I was talking about it earlier, a lot of my friendships are dying. And I'm not ashamed of that at all. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. sad by that because I'm an empath. And as an empath, I can't stand idly by while someone I care about self-destructs. Mm-hmm. And so many of my friendships that have been established through the service industry and the the people I've met throughout the years are self-destructive friendships. A lot of people crack jokes or whatever. You'll find that like in any restaurant you work at. They're like, oh, motherfucker, gotta be crazy to work here. Motherfucker, got to have vices to work here. Mm-hmm. That's, not for, <laughs> that's not the case for me. That's not the case for me, at least. Like, my vice... my I mean, I guess... Can you call weed a vice? Because I don't smoke when I'm sad. And so, it's not really a vice. Mm-hmm. I use it to go to sleep. <laughs> but, like, even if I'm sad, I would rather not be able to sleep versus using that as a crutch to process my emotions. Right.
2: Especially
0: on an everyday basis. All right, so it's like... I was hanging out with my girl, her roommate, and her roommate's brother, right? Dude's 27 years old, cool as fuck. And we're talking, and we're just like hanging out. This is, and to preface this event, I was working two jobs from 10 a.m. It was after midnight at that point. I got off work, went to the bar around the corner, got a drink, came home, showered, went out. I was out the night till 5.30 in the morning. So we're out part of outside this one bar and he's like, You understand it. He's like, You're old. He's like, My knees hurt, he's like, I wanna go home, blah, blah blah. He's like, This ain't for me. And I laughed. And I was like, Bro, I'm not old. I was like, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm so eager. I'm so excited. I'm so enthusiastic about my future. I was like, this type of energy and this type of feeling is so unique, I would never classify myself as old. My life is just beginning. and i want everybody to experience that type of fucking elation and just excitement about their their future and this has nothing to do with the fact that like i've met someone but it also has so much to do with the fact that i met someone because all of those aimless thoughts like all of this this that i'm just like word vomit that i'm just letting out on two of my closest friends I found someone who understands that, who, who appreciates it.
2: I get it. And
0: I can just release.
2: I get it. I was with somebody for five years. I'm 25. And I'm like, bro, I'm so young. Like, I'm so young. I could not imagine being 27 and calling myself old. A 24-year-old looked at me today and was like, When you planning on having kids? I was like, baby girl, I'm too young to have kids. Mind you, She's pregnant. 24 year old looked at me pregnant and was like, When well, you gonna have kids? And I'm like, Baby, I'm too young for kids.
0: I definitely feel like, like the responsibility of like kids that makes you feel older, it ages you, you know, like because yeah. you're not you're no longer responsible for just yourself. I got
2: so much life to live at 25, sweetheart.
0: The fuck I be like having kids, yeah. but also how
1: so you're talking about your two year old niece and you're like, I'm missing so much, whatever you know. Uh, my sister, you know, she has a son. That's my uh, godson. He just turned one. I've seen him maybe like three times. I mean, several intervals, but maybe three times since he had turned one. Right, but and I don't. You think, live in Georgia, and, so imagine you living
0: living a city away.
1: I was gonna say I live out of state, but just for how you already wanted to get out saying I'm not missing you know I'm not going to be there for the everyday things and you know my sister for instance his first birthday party that came up I was like I'm not going to be able to make that Like you have to understand Like I love him I'm his godfather I live out of state I can only come for so many things Uh, it just so happened when his first birthday was my parents were also moving and it's like you know I owe it more to them to help them move than to be there for the first birthday. Like, yes, again, you'll know. Okay, okay. Also, dogs.
0: Also,
1: you won't know <laughs> at all. But also, I don't think I'm that uninvolved from his life. Despite how far away I'm being, you know, I'm not there to see him every week right, right, or anything right. like that. But I, you know, I still think I'll have enough involvement in his life. You shouldn't feel bad just cuz you have a 2-year-old niece that maybe you haven't interacted with
0: But that's the thing. It's like much. I would feel differently. I would feel less bad about it if I did live another state away like you do. I my family lives on the West Bank. I live right in New Orleans. Mid-city New Orleans at that.
1: True, but you can I guess uh, if you want to feel any better distance isn't I don't think as big of a factor that's true, as cause far she does know as, me. As like, quality time this is. True. Like, as long say you can only see them once a year, twice a year. As long as when you see them, you're not just in the same fucking spot as them, and you're like, what's up? <laughs> and then, you know, know you, you you you're, you're fucking doing whatever the, But what she else knows me. On. Like, I'll be on the phone with my but mom. Like, the, the time you get to spend with them, you're like, Hey, you know what's going on? Obviously, they're two-year-olds are they're not going to have that much in-depth conversation, but you get the point. You're when you're seeing them, you're not just in the same room. Like you're spending quality it's time with them. Not about quantity, it's about it, quality. Yeah, exactly.
0: Bars. 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 Mic drop. Big bars. This entire episode has been dedicated to our mental health update, and that's just talking.
2: Bet. That's all it is so let it
0: be known. <laughs> yeah, I feel like happens, I have a happens. lot of good it's, guests
2: On my mind for the season
0: Yo, you see I got a whole calendar right here
2: Yeah Your calendar is real sassy I need to start reaching out to people I your have a great list a
1: six. <laughs> Your name's on a tent, hole Oh, uh, I can't
2: read. <laughs> <laughs> I have a great list for potentials. I just need to actually reach out. but we have a lot of exciting things lined up for you guys this season.
0: Hell yeah. We got a whole new setup that is yeah. perfect for what I want to do.
2: And I'm just really excited. I'm this excited to just be been back. A, oh, okay. You okay, Roscoe? It happened. It's a dog thing. But um yeah, it's just been a little mental health check in. But we got some big things. For season three.
0: We're back.
2: When do we make a year? Exactly. In October. Hasn't even been a year yet. We're on season three and mm. listened to in a lot of countries. We thank y'all for y'all's support.
0: We've actually two more countries since a little break. So fourteen countries now. Fourteen. I'd be so shocked because I so so that's another thing. So there's a, a large part of me like the whole content creation. Um, aspect in general of what I want to do, I kind of like lost. I kind of fizzled out, right? So even when it came to food, yes, I've been super, super busy, but I'm still, of course, I always have time to cook because yeah. I've been feeding my lady. But
2: I'm so sure
0: you have. trying to keep up with trends, trying to keep up with like what's gonna pop and shit like that. Oh, that's not what even you do. think exactly, even thinking about shit like that, mm-hmm. it wreaks havoc on your fucking mental health. And I refuse to let anything that I'm passionate about that I choose to turn a pastime into something lucrative. Affect me in a negative manner, yeah. so I completely took a step back from the podcast and making food videos. Yeah, but I was okay. There's so the I was also recording a food video the other night. Here's like, my, my like return. It's gonna be like a full blown meal. <laughs> I made um <laughs> I made oxtail, braised kale, and parmesan polenta, mm-hmm. and I was recording it. And then my girl came. I underestimated how shy I was in front of her. So, like, once you got here, completely shut down recording. I couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking do it. That is
2: it. adorable. Kona, you seems fucking like up progress. I, seems like I'm not the only person that's in light.
0: Kona, move!
2: Since, since oh, I'm, you de- I'm deeply in light. Since you decided to tell the people that I'm in light,
0: I'm deeply in light. That's my baby. Oh, that's
2: my baby. That's great. I'm she's
0: actually be- on her way over here. I wanted her to meet Mendoza, so she's on her way over here. Hey. <laughs> but anyway. That has been our time. Yeah, I didn't realize it would take that long. We had some things to talk about. It wasn't I think this was a good episode. It was it was a great episode. It was a very personal episode. So yeah, we, we had the boo boo. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, we were talking about we could end, we could ended up it a little quick little tidbits because we all feel strongly but lightly about it. Boy, I would just pull up the article real quick. About the boo boo. About the boo boo with his dumbass. Oh god, I'm so tired of hearing his name. All right, the baby's HIV rant and Twitter apology. Highlight hip-hop's LGBTQIA problem. At some point, hip-hop must take ownership over its own actions and stop hiding behind feigned ignorance. Big facts. That's my fucking... Literally, my opinion was in the headline. <laughs> hey. But anyway, on July 25th, rapper Baby interrupted the rock's return of Rolling Loud to Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida with an unsettling homophobic and hiv stigma-filled rant. The baby's comments were met with swift backlash from members of the LGBTQ community and its allies Elton John, Angelica Ross, Jonathan Van Ness, India Moore, Madonna, Sheikah, and Questlove were just a few of the entertainers stepping in to denounce his words. But just as quickly, a surge of hip hop acts and fans of the rapper stepped in to defend and justify the baby's statements. This support from the baby's contemporaries included a lengthy Instagram Live video from T.I., who claimed the baby was being bullied and deserved to have his truth heard. Rappers Boosie and Ellie Chapo, Tory Lanez, and Trouble also spoke out in defense of the baby. The baby doubled down on his comments the next day in an Instagram video, confoundingly going so far as to claim that his gay fans were not upset by what he said. But as the outrage mounted, he took to Twitter on July 27th to offer an apology, followed by an additional apology on his Instagram page as more and more venues dropped him. His tweet on the 27th, anybody who'd ever been affected by AIDS HIV, y'all got the right to be upset. What I said was insensitive, even though I have no intentions on offending anybody, so my apologies. But the LGBT community ain't tripping on y'all, do you? Y'all business is y'all business. As a woman, do you want to speak about <laughs> why his comments are ignorant in this incident? Why
2: does me have to be a woman? But you're
0: also a person who identifies as bisexual.
2: I am. And his opinions bother me not. Reason being is because he's the baby.
0: Okay, so. I understand. Elaborate I, on that.
1: Hey, I think about taking it out. I about to say, because if you ever
0: when the baby first dropped, I was a huge fan. And I was so intrigued, I was like, and you know I love interviews. I'll fucking mm-hmm. watch interviews all day long. Mm-hmm. Um the baby is super intelligent mm-hmm. and he's super fucking articulate. Mm-hmm. So that's why me as a huge LGBTQA ally was so fucking confused by like how could you not understand why people are upset with you, my guy? Because... You literally said if you, ain't sucking dick, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot or giving niggas AIDS or some shit like that, put your lighters up in the air. And how do you not fucking realize that that's insensitive to LGBTQIA members? That's that that's insensitive to gay men as a whole. And then his original response was, my fucking gay fans still, there was lighters all in the fam. My fucking gay fans know because they ain't no dirty dick motherfuckers. You ignorant piece of shit.
2: Because just because you're articulate in one department doesn't mean you're intelligent in the other. This is true. Exactly. And so my whole thing about it is I'm going to want to eat pussy regardless of his opinion. (laughs) (laughs) And I hate to put it that simply but I'm going to want to eat pussy regardless of his opinion. I mean I wanted to eat pussy before he was even rapping. These dogs have
0: adopted y'all.
2: my thing with that is yes his comments were distasteful and ignorant, they were. My thing with cancel culture is you cannot cancel someone when you continue to make memes. You cannot cancel someone when you continue to keep their name trendy. So cancel culture, what exactly is your point?
0: But because I don't think it's a matter of canceling him. I think it's a matter of him learning that I, I don't even think it's um, the baby can't be canceled, right? Okay, that's and I fine think it's just a matter of him, him, learning him learning from his mistakes and from the stupid shit he said. That's fine Because about he's going to get picked up on the festival circuit next year.
2: Exactly, and that's what I was about to say. That's fine about him learning, but just like Lollapalooza or whichever you know festival it was. Oh, we were founded on diversity. Skrr! Stop with that first sentence, y'all. You bitches. One nothing ever founded on diversity in the good US of eight unless it happened during the time of the woke culture or the NAACP or Black Panther, so on and so forth. You catch my drift. Before you listen
0: as, to Donald Trump that the woke culture is the reason before well, the soccer team wanted but to be Olympics. Lollapalooza,
2: <laughs> the last thing I ever feel like you were founded on was diversity. I'm more than sure it was ticket sales. So, as far as, like, trying to cancel someone like this, one, we need to figure out what it really means to cancel somebody as opposed to understanding that, once again, people can have their own opinions. Yes, it hurts your feelings, but if that's how that PT Cruiser head-shaped bitch-built feel, the bitch built like a... Like a court gavel. Like like if you really gonna let him determine nobody has
0: braids, though do piss me off. That's the fuck
2: what up. I'm saying. Like if, you're His gonna way this, too big if you small ass gonna let you gonna let this big head bitch really grind your bisexual, asexual, homosexual, heterosexual gears, you need to reevaluate yourself. First and foremost, this bitch don't even know you. That nigga could have been sucking dick in a parking lot. And due to his insecurities, that could have been why he said the stupid shit he said. But if we canceling motherfuckers, let's be real about the shit. Let's really be real about Cancel him. Don't keep his name trending. Stop listening to his music. So on this, stop whining about the bullshit. But other than that, niggas is entitled to their opinions. And listen, hear me out. This is my thing with phobias. Phobias are a real thing. People have real ass fucking phobias. Arachnophobia, claustrophobia, All those motherfuckers is real and certified. If a person has an opinion on the homosexual community, I need for people to stop blame, labeling it straight out the gate homophobia.
0: I mean, because a phobia is the is definition of it's a fear. Exactly. And there's, there's a difference between someone just being outright ignorant or hateful and versus them actually fearing something.
2: Exactly. Because what happens when somebody really has homophobia? Then what do we do? How do we respect that person? I grew up,
0: and that's the thing. I've, I grew up homophobic. I legitimately exactly. had a fear.
2: Exactly. So so, what happens when we have to tend to that person's fear? It, it, it's one of those things where we're so busy, we're so quick to cancel or correct. And this is how somebody explained it to me. We're so quick to react instead of respond. So what happens if somebody really has homophobia and you so busy trying to get them to cross over to your side that you fucking their head up even more we really need to take a step back but there's from certain also, situations there's also sometimes and
0: analyze where people were trying to say okay the counter argument right you playing devil's advocate and they're like oh we can disrespect women and talk about violence this that and the third but the moment you insult LGBTQIA community you have to be cancelled so what are you? what's your answer to that
2: I don't have no fucking answer for that. I'm asking the people what they fucking answer is. <laughs> no, because people like to act like they have every fucking answer to everything. But put yourself in... You said you were homophobic growing up. Okay. Okay. So imagine if you had a shit ton of motherfuckers coming at you like, you shouldn't be homophobic because da-da-da, and it's like, y'all. But I fixed, I corrected my homophobia because
0: I knew it was wrong. Okay,
2: that's fine as you, but I need other people to understand you are fucking somebody's head up like that. You so quick to want to correct something that you feel... Is a certain type of way when people need to realize people are entitled to their own opinions. And even though what he said was ignorant, you can react and stuff. You can respond instead of react. He a stupid bitch for saying what he said. Yes, he absolutely is. He is. He's
0: the one who has ultimately suffered the consequences. Exactly. Just like I said, I I wanted
2: to eat pussy before this nigga was rapping. We gotta stop giving people so much
0: fucking power.
2: Why are you giving this big head bitch? so much power. Why?
0: Why? But the reason why I know why. I did it. That's He's on episode. a large platform. He's on a large platform. Influence There's a lot, a, lot of influence, of a lot of young people, people especially y'all, young black people. Y'all need
2: to stop fucking giving these people all this fucking power to influence y'all kids and influence this. and the third, this nigga could be famous today and be gone tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, be okay. To no, God it's for here. God for God forbid. <laughs>
0: I hate him now for his ignorant. God forbid. I love him for he, friend, but.
2: Listen, I listened to him when he came out. God forbid the nigga really be here today and gone tomorrow. And y'all so busy about people influencing shit. Let me tell you something with this whole influence bullshit. People so worried about the culture influencing their kids. One, people like to talk about all this manifestation and breaking these generational curses and all this witchcraft and voodoo and ancestry but my whole thing is we want to talk about all this but act like it cannot affect us because we so busy about culture influencing our kids this and the third you don't think generational curses can influence your kids why is it all of a sudden culture is the only thing that's making our kids gay let me tell you something i knew my cousin was gay before i knew blue was a girl on blue's clues
0: I, i You just reminded me that Blue was a girl. Exactly! And and
2: that's my point exactly. I knew my cousin was a dyke, okay? Why do we have to go
0: straight for
2: that? I knew my cousin was a bulldog, I knew my cousin was a dyke, I knew my cousin was, um... I knew my cousin was a punk, I knew he was the F. I knew he was the F word, all that shit that was okay to say back in the day before we knew these cartoons was gay, before we knew goddamn Robin was bisexual, apparently. Why the, the fuck, fuck, fuck was that even?
0: Okay, no, oh, oh, we're going to okay. end this episode, we're okay.
2: talk about this next week. Okay, but no, we're going to end that on my point. Before culture started influencing our kids.
0: The world was.
2: Our fucking families was. So with all this stupid ass cancel culture bullshit, everybody out here mad at the baby. Like we ain't got punk ass, ignorant ass, homosexual, heterosexual, homophobic cousins that I got that we let fucking watch our kids. Now we can end the fucking episode. Think about that shit. Why y'all mad at the fucking baby? Think about that stupid ass shit. <laughs> okay, yeah, I ain't got shit else to say on
1: that note. I you you never said I was mad at the baby. Yes, what he said was stupid. It disappointed, but me. less mad. Ryan was saying, yo, what's the topics we had?
0: You're right <laughs> I was just trying to cover the few topics we had. Listen, look, <laughs> I'm just... tired. I'm tired of the bullshit. You know how I been, get. That has been that has been racy's rants. You know everybody. how I get. I'm
2: tired of the bullshit. How you mad at the baby, but you got your fucking ignorant ass cousin watching your fucking kids when you won't go outside and it's not fucking COVID and blame your kid for getting COVID from school like you wasn't at the club. But we made at the baby. Get the fuck out of here, man. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit, bro. As
0: always, if you guys listen on Apple Podcasts, yeah. please leave a comment, a review. I was selling I was selling them earlier. We got our first three star review, which isn't bad. That's average. But I would've li- I wish the person would left a comment. Let us know why we got three stars. We we're trying to improve, bro. We're yeah. not arrogant in this shit. We're still starters. Like she said, we have aren't even a year in. Yeah. But as always, you guys can email us at projectparagonpodcast at gmail.com.
2: Hell yeah.
0: Paragon is spelled P A R A G O N for the dumb motherfuckers out there. You can also contact me on Instagram at Monster in Tyshirt. Because what I tell people is like, what's your podcast name? Project Paragon. What's that? <laughs> so, we you might mean,
2: need to do a raffle and give out encyclopedias
0: and dictionaries yo real spiel I have hey business guys,
2: how many sides that guy
0: <laughs> I have business cards on the way simply just like people like what is it get out of my face but we love you guys thank you so much we're so happy to be back Mendez, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being here love y'all now my we can best. go drink now love we can go drink beer and with peace Andy's gonna be my girlfriend but until next time love you guys peace out peace Bye.